Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. We are Tasha and Jamie, full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Realtor Moms podcast. We're going to do, (laughs) today we're going to talk about go on, get. Right? (laughs) We're talking about, it's a little bit of a guide to getting out of the house. Like you've, you've signed the contracts, you're a few days away from closing, you know, you're getting right down to the end of it. You're about to move. You're tired. You're exhausted. Everything that you own is in a truck or in a storage unit somewhere. But don't give up on us quite yet. <laughs> yes, yeah, there, there is still work to be done, and we are sorry. We are sorry yes. about that, but there is still work. There are still no some doubt about it. <laughs> essential points that um, that you still need to take care of the home before closing day, and we don't want you to forget about that. And and from a buyer's perspective, too, we want to tell you um, kind of what to expect as well. Maybe it's your first home that you're buying. We're not expecting brand new. So we're going to go through some of those things Um that you can expect buyers and sellers <laughs> perfect so well you know yeah go I for would, it i would start off with saying you you need to have it what's called a broom clean yeah that's a good way of putting it it is not a professional clean it is not a take what you want and leave the rest it's a respectful broom clean you know you've you've swept the floors vacuumed the things that kind of situation. Wipe down the cupboards. Do not forget. Right. If, let's say you're cleaning out the bathroom, you know, bathroom cabinets, and your kids have a tendency to kind of take that toothpaste, and it there's always mm-hmm. crust on the bottom of that cabinet. There, I, I, I don't so know about true. you, but I have that with my kids. It is so true. You, you, you need gotta to wipe, that wipe out. them out. Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, it's just it's being respectful. It is. You know, think about think about what you would expect if you're moving into a home. That's exactly what I You know, you, you want to extend too. that mm-hmm. same um, courtesy to the people buying your home. Right. So nobody wants to wipe your spit or your kids' spit out of their new bathroom cabinetry. <laughs> and similarly, <laughs> clean. Yep. You know, clean the toilets clean those stools up again nobody wants your stuff right <laughs> it's just it's just a matter of respect not to mention it's also gonna smell clean and look clean when everything's been sort of wiped down scrubbed clean you don't have to go crazy we understand that in a in a quote-unquote used home right on it we call them an existing home not new construction there may be a slight stain here or there in that shower surround or um, a nick or a scratch and and that's okay we just we what we want you to feel like as a buyer is that you would be comfortable to maybe take a bath in in that tub or at least feel like you didn't have to come in and clean the whole house before you could start moving in almost like exactly. like you would expect a hotel room right or what you would expect to move into if you're moving into an apartment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all know how the apartment landlords are absolute sticklers, right? The, I mean, they oh, even yeah. go so far as to say, in most cases, I believe, that you have to hire a professional cleaner or a professional carpet cleaner at least. 
And what I kind of go on, and Tasha, you can tell me your thoughts about this, is um, if a buyer and a seller negotiate that a seller or buyer is to hire professional cleaning or professional carpet cleaning, then it should be done. Otherwise, just the seller's absolute best at cleaning the carpets with a traditional vacuum and wiping down and, and, you know, sort of housekeeping type of cleaning inside the house is, is good enough. Would that be kind of what you say too? Or? That would that would be what I say. And yeah. you know, on the other side of things, if I have a buyer, you know, I really kind of make sure that I talk about these things before we write up an offer because if you have expectations that the house is to be professionally cleaned, mm-hmm. that um, you want to have those appliances professionally cleaned right. out, if you want the carpets to be cleaned, we can't be asking for those things generally during the home inspection time period. Those are for repairs and defects with the home. If sure. you want those things yeah. done, we need to ask for those items to be completed when we're negotiating mm-hmm. on the contract on yeah. what you are offering for the home, you know, what you're asking for in seller paid closing costs, you know, basically that is the time to ask for that. Yeah. So it's, it's very important. And I know, I, I know you do too, Jamie, but it's just, you know, it's something to kind of bring up with those buyers mm-hmm. because if you come in after the fact and there's no reason, well, guess what? <laughs> you're more than likely going to get told no. And you're, right. you're going to be re- very let down at that time that you move into your home. Yeah, so. it's, it's not fair to spring that on a seller, you know, at your final walkthrough. Oh, I expected a professional cleaning, you know, and you're 24 hours from closing. That, that's not appropriate. <laughs> but I, yeah, if yeah. that's something that you think that you would like, or even let's take it from a seller's standpoint, you are tired, you are exhausted. Maybe you're also managing kids or tra- changing jobs or doing a million other things maybe plan to treat yourself or you know your home to a a deep cleaning from a professional because then it's one last thing on your to-do list and those to-do lists get to be a mile long before closing yes i had an instance once where this was negotiated after the fact but right before the home inspection uh my clients have a dog at the time they 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 had a dog and uh the dog Decided to throw up on the carpet before the home inspection, and my client did not catch it, nor was able to clean it up because they didn't realize it had occurred in a random spot in the basement. And then the you know the buyers came back and said, "Well, we would like the carpets to be professionally cleaned." And at that point, my client said, "Well, you know what? We understand where they're coming from, and I did explain it to that way." And so they they did say, "Okay, fine, we'll do this." But had there not been dog throw up in the basement I would have said no 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 Um, if you wanted this done you should ask for it at the time of contract yeah you know and I think that's (laughs) there's always exceptions to the rule Mm -hmm. so that's why I'm throwing this out there but um, you know my clients were okay with it we worked through it and they understood where the buyers were coming from but if it had been any other situation probably no that would not have worked out (laughs) right no then that's you know there there seems to be exceptions to nearly every role so I totally get that um let's talk to about I just recently had a situation where um my seller moved far away right and he had he had to get going for a job um a few weeks before closing so um he called to tell me oh hey you know I'm gone now I've got a neighbor checking on the house but just wanted to let you know that I turned off the air conditioning (laughs) And this was, you know, like midsummer, right? I mean, 
85, 90 degree days. He was going to be gone for two or three weeks. I don't remember how long it was. And he had turned off all the ventilation in the house whatsoever. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, so, you know, I talked to him about it and went over there pretty promptly and turned it back on. You don't want to do that. I I completely understand not wanting to waste money when a house is going to be empty for a long time on air conditioning. But things to think about, you know, you suddenly introduce a whole lot of heat and humidity into a house that's been temperature controlled for, you know, years that can, that can have some negative side effects on the house. So don't abandon and turn off all your heat or air conditioning systems. It's perfectly reasonable. Like in his case, we turned it up to, I don't remember if it was 75 or 76, you know, so it wasn't super air conditioned. It was, wasn't going to cost him a fortune while he was gone, but it was reasonable. Yeah. So don't, oh, gosh. don't give up on that. <laughs> Jamie, why don't you go into explanation on some of the things that can happen in that type of a scenario? Oh, well, I just, I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here with a million things running through my mind, but, you know, you just, we should probably talk about that. Well, I mean, every house is different, right? But if it's basically what you want to do is, is essentially keep your house in the same condition as it was the last time the buyer was there. Because that's what they expect. And anything different than they walk into, I I swear, if those buyer folks, whoever they were, walked in, opened the door, and they were greeted at their final walkthrough, right? The morning of closing or the day before closing, and it was 90 degrees inside that house, there'd be some red flags that would go up. They would immediately start to wonder, you know, does the air conditioning not work? Why is it so hot along, you know, in this part of the country along with heat, oftentimes comes humidity, And a lot of us run dehumidifiers in our homes. If you have a dehumidifier, I would say absolutely keep that on and running until closing. Just because that's what your house is used to. That's the climate, per se, that your buyers walked into when they were in the home. And you want to keep that as consistent as possible all the way to closing. And then at that point, take your dehumidifier. They can bring their own um, unless something else was arranged. But Well, one example, and I can add to this a little bit, is I had a closing where, you know, I had a had a deal and I was representing the seller and the carpets were cleaned and the air conditioner was turned off and then that deep heat from the summer it caused some humidity issues I immediately caught it as well within a day and I went over there and I turned the air conditioner on but it almost was if the heat was so it just was so warm with that amount of moisture in the house that I did bring over my my client wasn't there but I brought over my own, you know, dehumidifier and got know. control of the situation because we could have had some major humidity issues within the home. These houses, so, they take a little while to recover, right? And so, um, and what that means is you don't just flip on that air conditioning and two hours later, it's right, you know, 72 degrees and perfect humidity. If, if you've abandoned the dehumidifier and canceled the air conditioning in the dead of summer, um, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while to get to make it smell nice again. Sometimes they can when they get closed up for a long time, the house can smell kind of musty. And that's absolutely not the welcoming, you know, thanks for spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on my home message that you want to give to these buyers who only get one more short opportunity to look at the house before they are confident enough to close on it, too. So, um yeah, and, and that just makes for a smoother transaction for the seller it, it and for everybody involved. Another thing, um, don't turn off your fridge and freezer. I mean, unless it's yes. going to be an excessive amount of time. 
Um, I once had somebody turn off their freezer, or rather they just turned the, the cold setting um, almost all the way off, right? So, it, But the problem was the ice bucket, because it was a freezer that would make its own ice, was full of ice when they did it. So what happened, and you know where I'm going with this, is oh, yeah. all the ice melted, and the, the melted ice pooled down at the bottom of the freezer until the freezer couldn't hold the water in anymore, and then it drained out the door and all over the laminate floors, and then it, because they were gone and nobody noticed, the laminate floors soaked up the water and expanded, and you know the rest of the story. There ended up being yes. major, major repairs that had to be done there. New flooring. Uh, the fr- freezer was fine, just had to be turned back on. But here again, um, it smelled like a sock. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want Ooh. to abandon all those appliances. You, you just can't turn everything off. And and it goes without saying too. Obviously, don't turn the heat off in the home in the winter time either. No, <laughs> I had a, I had a winter experience where I had a buyer buying the house and um they had some extra humidity from cleaning the carpets and with the warm they kept the house very very warm okay very warm and they kind of pulled they they had emptied the home and within a couple of days they had also turned off the humidus uh the the oh yeah their house like we had issues where in the deep cold in North Dakota we had water you know Oh. You know, condensation happening on the windows. Right. Well, when they, tr- you know, took and out some the humidifier, of that is normal, right? We and then say, when they also that is turned down the heat in the house, we had water that had pooled in the track of the windows and had frozen in the track. Oh, no. And my client was just, I mean, this was, I had a first time home buyer, uh, you know, and, and that yeah. first time home buyer was really concerned and really upset. Yeah. Well, what did I do? I you know I got permission from the seller. I got permission from the listing agent. I went over there and I started like heating up the house and taking care of the issue myself uh-huh. um, and getting that ice out of the window tracks. But it, it took some effort and it took some work. But yeah. again, even that was a matter of two, three days. That's yeah. what happened. Wow. <laughs> Yes. So, and, you know, just all that extra humidity. So these right. are just kind of things that kind of think of, you know, think yeah. of when you're trying to sell a house or buy one, you know, what are, what are everyone's expectations? Right. Because right. It, the, these kind of bad feelings can turn into really um, bad feelings going into closing day when it should be a happy, exciting time. Yeah. Which we want everybody to be comfortable and more than anything, we just want the house should be in, in a, a level of condition that everyone expects it to be in on the day of closing. And I don't think anybody has ill will. I think sometimes we just don't think about this stuff because it's not something everybody does every day. Sell a home, right? <laughs> exactly. I, exactly. And I just have like a couple more teeny tiny things. Um, go, go for it, right? Jamie. Don't leave the stuff you don't want behind if you're selling. This is not like a, a goodwill situation where you just, oh, you don't want your sofa, so you leave it behind in case the buyer wants it. No, no, no. <laughs> we, Ask permission. Ask yeah, if they want it. <laughs> exactly. You nailed it. You. We need to know for sure that the buyer wants your stuff before you just leave it behind. And, and similarly, don't leave your garbage behind. Um, get it out. If, if you've missed, you know, by a long shot, if you've missed the weekly garbage pickup, then you need to just load it into your vehicle and bring it to a, a garbage receptacle somewhere else. Um, 
nobody wants to, they're going to move in and they're going to have a bunch of stuff that they need to throw away, packaging material and such. It, it would be inappropriate for them to have to take your garbage out to the curb before they can throw out their own. Oh, I should add this. Yeah. If you have pets, if you have pets, make yep. sure to clean up after your pets. Yes. No surprises should be left behind for the buyers. No gifts. No animal gifts in the yard. And <laughs> my last one is, depending on the season, you need to keep it mowed or you need to keep the snow blown um, because... If they can't access the house or if it looks terrible on the day of closing, it's going to foster some ill will too. So keep it mowed and or keep it blown of snow. And just just take care of the yard. It's still yeah. yours until the ink is dry on closing day. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that about wraps it up. So thanks so much for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. And we'll see you again next time. We would love to be your realtor. Reach out. Replay or hear more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or check us out on iTunes. We do post funny stories and more information on Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to check us out there. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, Fargo, North Dakota, 701-237-5031.